0: To cinema gyms i am your host the admirable admiral and we are in a video store somewhere in your hometown. so come find us yes they still exist and of course as always the very illustrious button maestro can't help himself from laughing because we took synchronized showers together not not at the same time
1: objection this is absurd i object to this whole premise you forced me into talking with a contri. i can't do this anymore hi everyone welcome back to cinema gems we're another podcast that mostly talks about movies and sometimes other cinema adjacent things like tv shows and video games but if you've been keeping up we're in the middle of Jamie Lee Curtis month still. We're
0: toward the end of Jamie Lee Curtis This is four of five week four. Week four of five <laughs> of
1: Jamie Lee Curtis Month. I know, so sad. We've we've got you gotta give me the ARP roller magazine. Coaster. This has been a roller coaster of a month because I've watched horror movies, I've watched action movies, and for this week we watched a crime movie, uh from 1988? that was, Is this some weird ASMR shit it's you're trying a, to do, Admiral? That was
0: the ARP magazine, so okay, know it's
1: real. Cool. ASMR provided to you by the Admirable Admiral. Admiral uh, we, we, we. So I'd never seen this movie before. The Fish Called Wanda. By Patron the way.
0: never did either.
1: I know, and she told me about that at Swalker Jacks. And that made me a little more optimistic for this movie, actually, because she told me, yeah, I'd never seen this movie, so but it was a lot of fun. So this is an Amazon it was crazy. movie
0: now. Amazon owns MGM.
1: So I I could have theoretically watched this on Amazon Prime. I don't
0: think it's there yet. Well, damn. Um, Oh, and also, guys, yes, uh, we did take synchronized showers, but not
1: in the same shower. Across town. Yeah, this morning before the Admiral came over to record, he sent me a text. Hey, I'm hopping in the shower and walking the dogs. To which I responded, oh, that's perfect because I'm also... About to hop in the shower here. To which point, he starts freaking out about synchronized showers. Like, Admiral, it's not a big deal, everyone. Well,
0: no, uh, I said, I I meant to say, shower buds, but done separately.
1: That's the tune I sent you. So, (laughs) anyone listening to this uh, who has maybe seen A Fish Called Wanda before might be going, uh, aren't there some kind of problematic aspects of this movie that haven't aged uh, well? And you're absolutely right. Uh, there are. And we're going Trigger warning. Yeah, trigger warning. We're going to address that right off the bat before we get into the meat of this movie. There are a few problematic aspects okay. of this movie that have not aged particularly well. Wow. One of which being the Michael, pointed it out to me. My, I, I was only half paying attention to this movie, and apparently I wasn't paying attention for this thing.
0: A Michael Palin uh, goes blackface when... The running joke of the killing dogs is
1: happening. I just don't like watching uh, animals get killed in movies. Which, yes, another trigger warning. There, yeah. uh, this is a movie in which animals are murdered. animal cruelty. There, there is some animal cruelty in uh, portrayed in the movie. I don't think that any actual animals no, were hurt. Obviously, it's obviously, it's obviously fake. It's obviously stuffed animals. If you're like me and you don't like watching animals getting hurt in a movie, even when you know it's a hundred percent fake. Fair warning, there are some animals fictitiously hurt in this movie. And Um, also,
0: you have Kevin Klein's character.
1: Dropping the F word. And I don't mean fuck. I mean the one that's Uh, really just mean-spirited and fucking terrible. Anti-homophobic? Well, it it is incredibly homophobic, yes. uh, Homophobic. It is is, uh, not friendly toward our LGBTQ plus friends. Um, Including myself, including some members of the show. Um, and also just him, I, oh, to be him fair, being an all-around douchebag. Yeah, I hated that character way before, which is something because I love Kevin Klein, Love Kevin Klein and everything he's in. He's a phenomenal actor.
0: You know who I get him mixed up with? Who? Gilderoy Lockhart.
1: Uh, Kenneth Branagh? Yep. Yeah, that's because they were Miguel and Tulio the, in oh, to El Dorado. You mean when we
0: reviewed the movie many months ago?
1: Have we done Road to El Dorado? Yes, we did. I don't remember that. You go ahead and keep talking. So, Fish Called Wanda starts off with a heist. Oh,
0: by the way, end of trigger warning. We just wanted to let that know that
1: that... Yeah, we just wanted to give y'all a heads up that uh, we are also well aware that parts of this movie are pretty fucked up. Um, so anything we say about the movie, especially anything positive we say about this movie, take it with that disclaimer first. Um... That being said, I think this movie was incredibly well acted, at least. Yeah. It's got some really fun pacing. It's got some really fun, what I'm going to call dark and deadpan comedy throughout a lot of it. Yes. Uh, So, uh, this British guy whose name I could not remember throughout any part of the movie. Um, Where the hell are you? Uh, George, is it George Thomason? Yes. Yes. and Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Palin are all part of a, a heist gang, and they recruit Kevin Kline as a weapons guy.
0: I'm sorry, I thought we did. Rec- I thought we did. I thought we did. A f-
1: so you know what this means is we have to do Road to El Dorado.
0: You do not have to pull my leg.
1: Cool. I'm okay it's with a great that. movie. Whoa!
0: Look at all. Look at all the news we had back in the day.
1: Oh my God! Back. Look back at when, all the news. Back before you know. The, before <laughs> the dark the times. The pre-pandemic. Before finally. the empire. Did you fight in the COVID wars? Yep.
0: I was a Mima, like your father before him.
1: George <laughs> Kevin Klein, Michael Palin, Jamie Lee Curtis are, are all part of this heist gang. And the heist itself actually goes incredibly well. Um, after we are introduced to these characters and we see that Michael Palin is a stuttering animal lover. You know, generally his, his characters, Ken, uh, generally cool guy. He's, he's just shy, empathetic towards animals, relates more to animals than to humans, and I kind of get that to an extent.
0: Fun fact, uh, that stutter is based off Michael Palin's uh, father.
1: Ah, it did seem pretty authentic. Like, we've seen other actors before try to imitate stutters and speech impediments and things like that, and most of the time it comes off as kind of lazy. But Well, I mean, this is... to quote Robert Downey
0: Jr., you only mm. do half.
1: <laughs> never go full. <laughs> I'm not going to say the word yep. on the show. But for the same reason, I wouldn't say the F word on the show.
0: Tropic Thunder. Just go watch the movie. You'll know what line we're talking
1: about. Or you can go back and listen to our episode. Because I know we've done Tropic we Thunder. Do anyway, we're trying to get through Fish Called Wanda. Because I'm trying to can get to the take part off of this movie wig? that I like. You can absolutely take off your wig. Yep. I, never, I never made you wear or keep the wig on. I it just scratch my out, ears. I know. I hate wigs for wear? that exact reason. No. No, thank you. I I'd hate wearing wigs. I'm just going to wear I've had a to bit. do it a handful of times and it's always a pain and a half. So, you I hate think, do you wigs. think
0: they like the photo that we took on Instagram this week?
1: I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll find out. Uh, you can tweet us at underscore cinemage, pod, and the Instagram page is Cinema, Cinema Jim's pod, yeah. where we post all our pictures and stuff. The Admiral gets a little bit excited, and more often than not, posts the picture of the show before I even get a chance to post the link. Because it's
0: supposed to make them go, Oh, I should check back later to link. trying to lure the
1: them into it? Yeah. Okay.
0: It's, it's, it's a bait-and-switch, but it's not really a switch.
1: Anyway, we're, we're done <laughs> pouring out the show for a second.
0: Fish called Wanda. Let's, let's keep going. All right, so while that's going on, then we find out... Uh, they pull the heist off. Uh,
1: bro- Broken yeah, glass. Yeah, the heist actually goes really well.
0: Broken glass gets caught somewhere on the main guy's mm-hmm. stuff. So then uh, we see that Kevin Kline's character and Jamie Lee Curtis's character are not actually brother and sister.
1: Yeah, they pitch themselves as brother and sister, but there's clearly something weird Lannistery going on there. And then we find out no, they're not actually brother and sister. Jamie Lee Curtis just her character wanda just loves f- fucking with people oh. and
0: also michael palin is the brother to george right the guy who went to jail
1: right so so it seem to be like the least terrible people in this uh thief gang <laughs> yeah because they actually have a
0: line that they won't cross
1: right meanwhile Kevin, uh, otto and wanda like The second an opening pops up to double-cross someone, they take it, no hesitation. So, so
0: Jamie Lee Curtis calls on her lover, quote-unquote lover, from the gang, George, right? Yeah. And so, while that's going on, um, he gets a defense attorney... That's played by John Cleese. John Cleese. The barrister. The
1: barrister Archie Leach.
0: Which, um, will you go and attest that I did show up at the Butt Maestro's he sh- annex? He,
1: he showed up to the annex, to the studio. With the wig on. With a fucking powdered wig. <laughs> that I didn't know he had. That was insane. <laughs> so, John Cleese as the barrister Archie The wig chooses the I actor. Feel like, I feel Mr. like this Maestro. is the second time within maybe a month and a half that I've seen John Cleese... Being portrayed as a member of parliament, I think the first lawyer? one was in was in no, Mister Toad.
0: No, he was a lawyer,
1: member of parliament, lawyer, whatever you call. Well, those it. are oh. two different things. Wait, was it was it Mister Toad's or yeah. was it uh, because he was th- he w- King Ralph.
0: He was. I don't think he was in King. Was Ralph. Was he in King Ralph? No. No. Okay. He was in Mister um, Toad's because he kept. He, yeah. he, was, he was like, look, this person. He's done all this stuff yeah the weasels paid me off it's okay yeah and then also speaking of uh steven fry we get to see a younger version of him later we
1: do see a younger Stephen fry later in which this is movie. scary we'll get there we'll get scary. there it's, it's just for a really quick bit um i look i went into this movie completely blind i had not watched any trailers i've barely heard of this movie before which is a shame i guess because i would have liked this a lot when i was in college i would have liked this a lot more when i was in college I liked uh, watching I this movie a lot when I was younger. Yeah, Like,
0: like teenage-wise, it made me laugh so far. It's enough.
1: definitely not for kids. Oh, no. Which explains why my parents never even let me touch this movie. It is R. It is rated R? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, Hydra 1988
0: standard so far.
1: Yeah. Um, so
0: PG-13 by now.
1: So... I'm trying to get back to the synopsis. I'm trying to find where in the Wikipedia somewhere we oh. left off. Oh, so
0: so so he's defending. Auto, auto, they have a witness, yeah, which is an old lady with three dogs. Right. That places him at the scene of the crime. Right. So, John Cleese is like, look, just, we need to do this. And I love that his assistant is like, we'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. John Cleese has no fact that this is happening. He has no idea. Yeah. Yeah. So his own legal aid mm-hmm. is basically trying to get George off. Yes. I'm pretty sure that is... Is Incredibly that perjury? Incredibly illegal. Is, would that be perjury? I don't know if it's
1: perjury as much as it is just a general conflict of interest.
0: So we get the B-plot of Michael Palin trying to kill
1: Yes, the dogs. The the, the running B plot of this movie of Michael Palin trying to kill this old woman but accidentally killing the dogs, yep. which is supposed to be made better by the fact that he's an animal lover more than he's a people lover. So anytime he accidentally kills one of these dogs, he is fucking heartbroken by it and them. goes
0: and like lays stuff at their grave. Yeah, and you have British Karen,
1: who who we've we've referred to as Margaret.
0: Yep, and her cooler older sister. Like, as I uh, mentioned, I think a couple of shows ago, Karen, her cool sister, Janet. Yeah,
1: every for every Karen, there is a cool sister, Janet, who accepts you yeah. completely as you are and will love you no matter what and always offer you hot cocoa. For every Karen, there is a Janet, and Janets are always really cool. So the British version is of, a Gwendolyn. So cool Margaret is Gwendolyn. So is yep. this a Gwendolyn? No, this is a Margaret. Oh, okay. This is a Margaret. a marker.
0: She tells people, oh, get out of my way. Watch what, don't own the
1: road. Which is funny, because Dame Maggie Smith is the most Gwendolyn there ever was. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) I've always wanted to do that spell. Oh my god. (laughs) And you didn't hear my other Harry Potter joke earlier. The wig chooses the actor, Mr. Maestro.
1: (sighs) Just just stop.
0: (laughs) So... Uh, while that's going on, <laughs> while that's going on, um, Jamie Lee Curtis professes her un- quote unquote love for John Cleese's character. Yeah. And at first, she's like, I think she just wants to, she just wants to, like, get the evidence and see if she is going
1: to be, you know, put at the scene yeah. of the crime. Yeah.
0: So. That's it. And then she actually starts to fall for John Cleese.
1: Yeah. So apparently she has a thing for accents and foreign languages being spoken badly.
0: Because Kevin Klein is speaking, I think, Italian. Phony Italian. Yes.
1: F- fake fake phony Italian. Basically uh, equivalent of Spanglish. Yes.
0: And also uh, John Cleese's character. He
1: speaks it very well because Kevin Klein's a fantastic actor and probably does know Italian in real life.
0: Oh, that's actually, um, he was talking to John Cleese and he was like, I, I want to do Italian. And he's like, no, no, I think it should be French. And he's like, and he doing it
1: mm-hmm.
0: to John Cleese, he's like, okay,
1: fine. Yeah. Sure. Um, and John Cleese speaks Russian. Yeah.
0: I believe which yeah. which like I didn't know Russian got people off.
1: Yeah, I didn't either, but apparently it really does the with good Jamie kind. Lee Curtis's character. The
0: good kind, not the bad
1: kind. Oh, something we haven't touched on yet, you know, the title of the movie. There is a there is a fish called Wanda, After as Wanda. well as Jamie Lee Curtis's character named Wanda. There is a fish named Wanda and in the swapping of uh diamonds. Diamonds and the dude being in prison but handing stuff off onto Michael Palin's character. Michael Palin's character drops the key to the deposit box where all the diamonds are in the fish tank. Jamie Lee Curtis finds it, takes it to a locksmith, and puts it in her uh, yeah. her locket. So for most of this movie, that key that Michael Palin's character thinks is in the fish tank is actually on Wanda's necklace, which at one point accidentally gets into Michael, uh, John, uh, John Cleese's, Cleese's wife's, wife's possession, which, fuck that lady. Oh. Oh. And, and Portia, oh my god.
0: First of all, that's, that's, that's a road where I was like, I've been there, but I haven't got that far. <laughs> I am not gone that far, but I've been there. <laughs> I've been there.
1: What, in terms of bad relationships?
0: I haven't made it, I haven't made it finalized, if that makes sense.
1: Ah, no, like I've you. been in a bad relationship I, I got you but
0: I haven't make it the final step yeah
1: you haven't you haven't gotten to the married for 30 plus years but has twin beds exactly yeah that that's the kind of relationship uh John Cleese the barrister and his wife and apparently uh, even as a barrister he's not the one bringing in all the money his wife is and we never find out how or what she does but we just know that she's miserable she's all some the kind time. of heiress. Some kind of heiress, apparently her dad worked at CIA or KGB, which we find out later when, uh, Wanda is over at, uh, John Cleese's house, basically trying to seduce him, because she is part trying to get information, but part actually falling in love with him. Yeah. Uh, wife comes in, I'm sorry, fucking, uh... Kevin, Kevin kind of, Klein comes in trying to hide, trying to get her out of there, I guess, because he's he doesn't jealous want, and toxic as fuck.
0: He doesn't want anybody to fuck her.
1: He is jealous and toxic as fuck. Yeah. In an occupation where being jealous and toxic as fuck is probably not productive at all. Probably not helpful <laughs> to the situation they're in. They're trying to be covert. Trying that There's some espionage going on here. They have to pretend to be people they're not. They have to, you know act. And this guy is a super intelligent, postulates himself as a super intelligent philosopher type, yeah. but gets real aggressively jealous.
0: Also, did you uh, like his running joke of, Asshole!
1: <laughs> I didn't see that as a running joke as much as just a nervous tick, but okay. Oh no,
0: whenever he would drive and hit somebody, would be like, Asshole! I when mean, he, yeah. When he was on the wing of the plane, Asshole! As he gets pulled back.
1: That... It, it, it it was That's... nice that this terrible character did his get his comeuppance multiple times, what? and we'll get there.
0: That's what I remember most from this movie: was laughing at that character saying "asshole."
1: My, I'm not gonna lie; my favorite parts of this movie are a John Cleese's character being complete, clearly in over his head, way in they over. You mean his head.
0: completely incompetent?
1: Also, well, not just incompetent, but like he was not expecting this at all. He tries to do his job. He tries to be fair and just. And when he finds out there's a possible conflict of interest, he tries to tell He's Landa, like, Whoa. like, I can't see you. You're a witness to the case that I'm an attorney on. I can't see you. This is a conflict of interest. We have to, we, we cannot speak.
0: And then come to find
1: out that he actually can, they just can't talk about the case. Yeah. Um, that keeps, is bending the rules a tiny bit, yeah, but yeah.
0: It's a gray area.
1: I mean, you know, that's part of the legal system, I guess, is is finding the legal gray areas. Yeah. So, she
0: leaves the necklace accidentally at um, yes. John Cleese's house. His wife finds it.
1: In a hilarious trying to escape. Right after Kevin Kline's character tries to just lie his way out of it. And like, oh, I'm with the CIA and we're conducting a thing. And the wife is like, uh, that's definitely bullshit because my dad was an MI5. And that's definitely not how y'all do shit unless you're fucking incompetent.
0: <laughs> and then i love that i love that he's he just goes off he's like oh british huh world war
1: II? Oh, he's he's a massive uh mm. anglophobe i guess is, is yeah that's what wikipedia is calling him as well ignorant and mean-spirited anglophobe yep yeah no that's pretty pretty uh pretty really? on the nose that's
0: that's that's the that's the head
1: he's he's an asshole he's this character uh, he's Kevin projecting
0: Klein. so when he's projecting when he yells asshole
1: exactly okay
0: so, while that's going on, uh, we get uh, Michael Palin tries to kill the old lady with a, with a Doberman.
1: Yes. Uh, and the process gets bit a lot.
0: Yeah. Accidentally takes
1: one of gets the dogs. Gets some the scars.
0: Yeah. The, the do- one of the dogs get taken. Yes. So he feels bad. He goes and, like, actually goes to the funeral. Yeah. Then he is... So this isn't the stone one. This is the stone one. No. The stone one? The one where he's driving the car yes. to run over the lady is the yes. second one where he's yes. where he has blackface on. Yes. And a Rastafarian wig. Um, he runs over one of the dogs, feels horrible, goes and plants another flower thing. Then he's up on scaffolding to okay. have like a brick thing. Yeah. And he goes to drop it onto the woman, accidentally falls on her dog. And I love that this woman's just like, What? Huh? What? Huh? And she has a heart attack?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Oh, he shoots it. He shoots it with a rifle, yeah. Yeah.
0: She has a fucking heart attack, and I love that when he goes up, he's like, I did it.
1: I did it. And I'm like... He's so excited (laughs) that he just murdered this old lady. My God.
0: (laughs) It's like, okay, that's a lot, but, you know, why would you go into a crowd of people after a lady has a heart attack and say, I did it? They can place you at the scene of the crime, and you're going to be right back in the same circle that you're already in.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: So while that's going on, um, the he start uh, John Cleese started to be wooed by Jamie Lee Curtis at yes. one of his friend's bungalow, I guess, yes. sort of thing. Yes. And I love that he starts. this scene. He starts speaking Russian and taking off his clothes and. And he, then
1: a bunch of people walk in, yeah. <laughs> and I love how he's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, blah blah
0: blah. And it's like, "Oh well, we've rented this place out our own tenants." Oh well, that's completely the other matter. Sorry, takes yep. her own picture, puts it in front of his crotch. Yep. Um, and then they find out that they live right down the lane from each other. Yep. And that Whoops. scene is hilarious as hell because it shows how posh and the how posh the British are. They're just like. Oh, I see that you're so naked. improper. I saw that you're naked, but don't you live right down the street from me? Yep. <laughs> um, and then she gets her necklace back because John Cleese uh, fakes a robbery in his own yes. house yes. while eating the locket.
1: Yes, yes. eats eats the locket and palms it. And I
0: love the locket. Oh my god. That scene was hilarious because it was just like, he's like, <laughs> sorry, I just want to do the ASMR of,
1: uh, thank you. <laughs> so, so after this, we get the big court scene for, for George's, uh, wait, questioning.
0: Wait, we need to, we need to specify this to people when they're like, why are you going through it so fast? We want you to watch this movie for yourself to see the humor. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're like, here's a plot point, here's a plot point, scene, 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 because this is a movie that I feel like is needed to be watched more. It's underrated. It does have massive red flags on certain certain parts of the movie.
1: This was also the final film of director Charles Crichton, yes, who had worked on several classic movies, yeah. um, none of which I know off the top of my head. But him and John Cleese apparently were very close friends. And they have been trying to make this movie for quite some time before John Crichton passed away, um, or I'm sorry, before Charles Crichton. I was gonna say passed away. I don't know where John Crichton came from. I think that's a fictional character.
0: Fictional character. Somebody email us if you're John Crichton. we'll let us know.
1: <laughs> yeah, tweet at cinema, gem, cinema Gems underscore Pod if you're listening to this while you're drunk. That's that's fantastic. No, if animal.
0: their name is John Crichton.
1: Oh, not what I thought you said. Oh. Sorry, I promise neither of us are drunk right now. We may be a little bit tired, but we're not drunk. Oh my
0: God, tired isn't like thing. Um, so so we get to hey, the but, trial. But, what are you looking at, uh, uh, Charles? Charles, Charles Crichton. If looks could kill, the power of behavior. He directed that. He directed Dick uh, Turnpin Smuggler, Return of a Saint, Professionals TV show. He directed an episode, Space Ninety Nine. He directed 14 episodes alien attack the day after tomorrow the television movie from 1976 oh nice yeah uh he's done a bunch of stuff um shirley's world he did an episode the adventures of black beauty he did 18 episodes damn he must have liked doing that show uh the avengers he did five the man who ride tiger the human jungle the secret agent the man in the suitcase he did a couple episodes He's done a lot of mainly, I guess thrillers. Like Yeah. Like heist so movies. So this makes sense.
1: Yes. Yeah. This this heist movie makes a lot of sense for a collaboration between a director who's mostly done heist movies And a, and an outstanding half comedian. Of the, half of the cast of Monty Python. I would say two. Am I crazy or did I see uh excuse me, um Terry Gilliam? Not Terry Gilliam, um fucking what's his name who's king arthur in uh king of the britons yes oh he
0: died in no he was i think i'm pretty sure he was in that but he died i'm um, pretty sure he
1: was in this but he
0: died shortly after making that movie i know for sure
1: anyway i'm trying to get through the court scene oh i'm sorry <laughs> but you we go keep ahead, getting distracted and i will
0: find out uh the king arthur Britain.
1: so in the court scene Uh, Honestly, in my opinion, one of the most hilarious parts of the movie because uh, John Cleese's character keeps accidentally calling out Wanda in very unprofessional, uncourt-like ways (laughs) and completely blows his cover. And so, yeah, just basically uh, declares their marriage over. Or Wendy, at least, uh, his wife, declares their marriage just fucking over. So with... His career and everything completely ruined. He just cuts his losses and is like, you know what? Let's get out of here. And takes Wanda with him, and they try to escape. Um,
0: was he in an uncredited scene?
1: I don't know, but I'm pretty sure I saw him in at least one part of this. I can't find him in the are credits. Are you thinking of this. he's? Are
0: you thinking he's the guard?
1: Either the guard or someone they bumped into in a car accident at one point. I swear, I thought I heard his voice.
0: Maybe he was. Maybe he was an uncredited voice. Maybe
1: role in this movie. Maybe.
0: But yeah, he died. Uh, he died uh, this about just about six months after I was born, uh, October fourth, nineteen eighty nine. Oh wow! Uh, yeah,
1: he's forty eight when he died. Um. Words. Sorry. So when. Sorry, so basically,
0: they had this big old elaborate like, um, you did it. You did this. You you fucking bitch. Like like just literally lets yeah. everything out. Kind of frames. His own brother for murder. Yeah, and inadvertently has Wanda be a part of it too, but yeah. she plays it off like yeah. she should have did in total in True Lies. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then she gets away, and then they meet up, and they go to get in John Cleese's car. And I love that he has his passport on him at all times. Yeah. I guess That's you're in Europe, needed. and he's a judge, so he could he, he could might pass- have to
1: travel pretty yeah. often.
0: So why not keep it in his thing? Right. So while that's going on, they head out um, and they go back to, I think, is it, is it, oh no, they head to, how did, how, they head to Wanda's apartment. He
1: throw, oh no, you're right, they go to Wanda's apartment first. Before because they that's where Kevin
0: Klein it. hits. That's probably the person you think is Grant Chapman. Oh. Where he's like, asshole! Yeah. And he yeah, hits the yeah, car yeah, yeah. and then he starts getting on the top. That yeah. could have been him. That
1: could that could, okay. him. Because um, that's the scene I'm thinking of too. Meanwhile, though. right before this, we get the scene where Kevin Klein is literally just torturing poor Michael Palin's character, eating his fish right out of the tank. They're
0: made out of jello.
1: That's good to know, actually. Yeah, and
0: he was like, I want to do it for real. And they're like, No!
1: No, you literally can't. That's like no. a hospital visit waiting to happen. That's a really bad idea. It's also
0: cruelty to animals. That too. That you know, most movies say there was no cruelty to animals. Right.
1: So but yeah, yeah those are all know. jello. Was, yeah, good to know there was no actual animal cruelty on this movie. No. Um. So after uh, Kevin Klein is done torturing Michael Palin by eating fish, uh. John Cleese's character gets there and uh I think he he finally after quite a while of stammering and writing shit down and just John Cleese and Michael Palin just <laughs> oh, going back and you, forth. Just write it down. Just write it down. Just go like the two of them improvising forever is phenomenal. I love it. Um
0: oh the scene where you're talking about where uh where he's like, he's like, what is it? The Heathrow Airport? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he's like, write it down. And I love how you look. Yeah. Here. right like, Write that again.
1: Flawlessly. Um, oh,
0: so part where, you know the part where he got his nose, his the the fry stepped up his yes. nose?
1: Was that for real?
0: A gentleman died laughing while watching that scene in theaters.
1: Really? <laughs> yes. Like, actually died Laughing.
0: I will pull it up to make sure, but I'm pretty sure... I really sure thought
1: you were about to tell me that uh, Michael Palin almost died in the making of this scene. Because it did look like <laughs> he was legit suffocating for a second.
0: Oh, a Denmark, a Danish man named... We shouldn't give out the name. Yeah. Uh, literally laughed himself to death during the scene where Ken Pyle, a.k.a. Sir Michael Palin, gets chipped, <laughs> shoved up his nose... The gentleman's heart rate went between 250 and 500 beats per minute.
1: Oh my God. And he succumbed to cardiac arrest. Oh my God. <laughs> it's
0: horrible that he died. That's terrible.
1: Wow. Condolences. Yeah. But I mean, what a way to go. Hell of a way to go, though. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> honestly, there are worse ways to die. Watching <laughs> Michael Palin just... Damn near suffocate <laughs> for our entertainment pleasure. Anyway... They finally get to the airport. Yes.
0: And basically Kevin Klein and Jamie Lee Curtis's character go to Rio.
1: Or they try to at least. Yes. Yeah. So they're going while to while go, they're at Heathrow Airport.
0: No well no, they go up and get get Rio tickets. Yes. And John Cleese wants to go to Argentina. Oh yeah. So there's that thing that so he buys a ticket to Argentina not knowing that they're going to Rio.
1: This is also a weird flight experience that I have literally never had, which is Flying anywhere pre nine eleven. Oh yeah. Not an experience I've had. I, I don't think I ever flew on a plane prior to nine eleven. So anytime I've ever flown, it has always been security out the waz yeah. Just secure as hell and paranoid and TSA checking every nook and cranny of every bag and orifice you have. And that's just normal. For me and for most people in my generation who have only experienced that. So any movie that portrays flying pre-9-11 is just like, this is really weird how they can just straight up walk in there and no one says anything. Oh, and also have Michael Palin on the runway with a... With a steamroller. Yeah. Yeah, which, not going to lie, I loved that. I <laughs> My absolutely... son is gone!
0: Revenge!
1: It's the it's the fucking Austin Powers bit before Austin Powers ever did it. But
0: also, he was actually in cement. Like, he actually tried to get away, but he was in cement. Yeah. Like, he tried to get away because he was like, he went to go and he's like, Oh! Ken! I
1: yeah, love you! That, that was drawn out a lot more than I thought it was going to be, but I'm glad it was. Because the comedic effect of that was fucking phenomenal. And I was very disappointed that he did not fucking die from that.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess it wasn't too solidified, so he could, like, bounce back out afterwards. He
1: could be smushed into
0: it, and yeah. then, whoa!
1: Yeah. It just, his legs would have been broken. Like, there's a lot of things wrong with that scene. Yeah.
0: I mean, he also gets shot out by the fucking air jet yeah, taking I, off, knowing how high for the speed yeah, no, that is. Dead.
1: Yeah. If he hadn't died from the thing before. He definitely died from falling off the wing of yeah. this moving airplane. Yeah. Um and
0: they also I love when he actually gets to Jamie Lee Curtis and he's like Wonderio? Because we get the Stephen Fry bit. Yes. Because I love that. I love when so she so Jamie Lee Curtis knocks out Otto, mm-hmm. puts him in in a room, stakes his ticket and the key and the door handle. Yes. throws him in the trash. She heads on to the play. Yep. John Cleese comes up and he has a ticket to Argentina. Yes. Um and then this is all Kevin before
1: Klein. Kevin Klein gets smushed in yeah. cement.
0: Yeah, Kevin Klein sees him. Yeah. takes him out, tries to kill him. But while that's going on is it Kevin Klein that gets a hold of Stephen Fry?
1: I don't know. Or is it John Cleese? I I do not know.
0: Cause he takes, cause Stephen Fry's ticket is the I one that's going. Remember. No, and Stephen, I don't have it on here. Stephen Fry's <laughs> ticket's going to Rio.
1: Yes. So that's why it's taken away back to him. Yes.
0: Oh no, Kevin Klein takes it because
1: then. Yeah, yeah. John Cleese. Yeah. I, I think we might be fixating too much on the small details. But it's the it's the
0: Stephen Fry cameo we didn't know we needed.
1: It was great. I think this was around the time that he was starting to make a bit of Laurie and Fry, right? Uh, in
0: the early '90s, probably. There were some late
1: movie. late '80s, early '90s. Yeah.
0: And so while that was going on, uh, he goes up and he, we get the, the steamroller with the cement and, you know, and his, and his, Michael Palin's stutter being gone. Yeah. Uh, because he's overcome his anxieties, I guess. So now he's a true Hufflepuff.
1: I mean, he, he, as far as he know, murdered the worst person he'd ever met. Yeah. So that's a pretty big personal victory.
0: Um, and then John Cleese is just like, one to Rio yep and then I love how they just like oh and they that it's it's a nice happy end to it th- it's a
1: weirdly happy ending to a wacky ass movie
0: do you want to know Patron's response after the movie ended? Mm. well that's not how I thought that was gonna end no
1: me neither <laughs> this movie had so many weird twists <laughs> I was just not expecting I was really hoping throughout most of it that Kevin Klein's character would be brutally murdered, and when I saw the steamroller, I got really excited. Revenge! That was fantastic. (laughs) Sorry, but yeah, that was a fish called Wanda. Uh, What did y'all think about this movie?
0: Email us at CinemaGems15 at Gmail and let us know
1: what you thought. You can also tweet us your comments, questions, and concerns at. Cinema gems underscore pod. And you not forget always, recipes. You can find the show on lowrainpictures.com. L-O-W-R-A-I-N P-I-P-I-C-T-U-R-D-S. Pictures. P-I-C-U-R-E s dot yeah. com. I Slash. Like, I feel like any time I tell people at Swapper Jacks about the website and I, I try to website
0: the, oh, wipes- the website. You said the wipesite. I did
1: not say <laughs> the wipesite, I said the website. I know words are hard, but maybe not that hard. Website. I any time we're You fucked me up. Admiral, anytime I try to tell people at Swapper Jacks about the website, about lowbrainpictures.com, right. even though I know I enunciate, people get tripped up on the low and the rain, I guess. Low? So, low rain. Rainpictures.com rain pictures. is where you can find all our episodes and things like that. But we're not done Slash with this because 70s. we haven't given a rating.
0: So we have a rating system here in Cinema Gems Full Gym, an amazing movie. Half Gym, an alright movie. No Gym, a horrible movie. It's been the internet determiner forever by our viewpoint. You know, hey, everybody has their opinion. Some people like the Transformers movie Michael Bay. And you know what? Those people are wrong. And that's great that you like those movies, but you're wrong. The
1: first one was okay. The rest were...
0: I don't mind bad. the third one because of Leonard Nimoy.
1: Which one's the third one? Dark of the Moon. Oh, I think that's the one I literally fell asleep in. Uh, or was it, the, was it the Dinobots one?
0: That's the fourth one.
1: Yeah, that one I fell asleep in, too.
0: Secretized sleeping, but done separately.
1: Anyway, here on Seven Gems we have a rating system: whole gem, amazing movie; half gem, eh, it's pretty good; no gem, don't even try. What do you think, Admiral? So fish called Wanda. Besides, you've the, seen this before. I haven't. Besides
0: the trigger warnings and everything, I feel that it is a full gem if you're a new Just a.
1: I was going to say this would have been a full gem before Kevin Klein's character spat out the F word and before Michael Palin showed up in uh, what is essentially blackface. This would have been an outstanding whole gem because this movie had me rolling on the ground laughing at some points uh, in places I did not expect. Its plot took unexpected twists and turns. This would have been a whole gem if it was not for certain aspects that have not aged well
0: and that's why i feel like you have but to I think be
1: inebriated a, to watch I, I think it's a pretty it's a fun half a gem at least uh, well a
0: it's, it's a, a, a drunk fun half a gem a drunk things. full gem is basically a half gem
1: it's a it's a fun half a gem okay. at least but, oh by
0: the way uh go ahead and finish what you were saying i have something else to
1: say that that's just what we thought about this okay. movie again Please tell us what you thought about this movie. We Jamie want to Lee read Curtis. your thoughts on air. We, tell us what you think about Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Let us
0: know what you think about this what, movie. What John do Cleese.
1: you think is going to be the last movie of Jamie Lee Curtis' month? I want y'all to try to predict it before we I say. Don't anything the show. I don't think they're going to
0: guess. I don't think they're going to guess.
1: I want y'all to try to predict it. We're going to say what it is at the end of the show after we talk about. Well, Admiral oh. has a few things. Oh
0: no, actually no. We're just going to wait until. Next week. And be Are we tent.
1: just not even going to talk about it today? We're just going to leave our, our listeners in suspense? Yeah,
0: because they have to, they have all weekend, to guess. Okay. All week. And okay. then we're going to be like, hey,
1: it's this movie. So, the two things that I'm really looking forward to watching haven't come out yet. One is the season premiere of Critical Role. That's tomorrow oh, night. Okay. As of we recording this, that's tomorrow night. Um, Also tomorrow night, you know what pops up on HBO Max? And Dune? in theaters? Dune! Ooh. I am so fucking hyped for Denis Villeneuve's Dune, And I didn't think I was going to be this hyped for a movie. I am well aware that this is essentially part one of a two or three parter. And that part two or three haven't even been really started on yet. No. No. That being said, I am still very hyped for this movie. Because everything Denis Villeneuve has done up to this point is just all aspects of dune whether it be uh blade runner 2043 2040 what is it
0: 2049
1: thank you um or arrival or everything he's done up to this point has led him to dune and i think it's going to be great i hope it's great but what did you watch over the last (sighs) few days that you wanted to talk about
0: so actually i've been meaning to tell you this so actually remember when we talked about jeremy johns yeah. And, uh, Do we how, need to pause? No, it's fine. About Jeremy Johns and all kinds of stuff. Um, about how he's like butthurt because of L.A. Yeah. So I remember a couple episodes back. It was probably a couple months ago that
1: you mentioned this. But you mentioned
0: he saw how toxic it was and all that.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it's not even so much that he was butthurt by L.A. It was that he, he put himself in that environment yeah. because that's where everyone in his circle of YouTube reviewers was going. That's where all the action is. And he just didn't want to be a part of it. It was too claustrophobic. It was too competitive. It was too toxic. Huh. And he was like, no, I can do what I want in my neck of the woods in the place of the world that I know. So and I'm when, comfortable in. So
0: I've been watching him recently. Yeah. And he's back to normal.
1: Yeah. He's you think not, he's more or less. He's not, he's um, not totally unhinged anymore. Yeah, He's like, back to uh
0: back to what i remember watching him.
1: i i don't think he was very different for very long honestly
0: and maybe that's why maybe i just needed to like wait a couple years and actually like go back and actually have him review a movie that i've seen and saw what he like spoiler talk about certain things i
1: don't know if if uh if anyone listening is a fan of jeremy johns <clears throat> and wants us wants to send us to him hey jeremy johns we're both fans of your show we've both been fans of your show for a long time that's honestly he's one of the he's one of the people who are among the reasons that i wanted to start doing any kind of movie review show and then i met you and heard you were doing a show and and literally begged you to at least come on the show once or twice and now i'm on every week and we record at my place i've been liking
0: him since probably uh transformers 2
1: yeah when he, like. That was one of. I think that was one of his first movies yep. he did.
0: Yep. That's exactly one of his first movies.
1: Are, are you bringing up Jeremy Jones because you watched his No Time to Die or you watched his Dune?
0: I watched his. Vi- I don't. I, no matter what the review is, yeah. spoiler talk or non spoiler talk, I don't watch his review until after I, like, let it process the movie yeah. itself. And then I go in and I watch it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I went and saw Venom. Uh, Let there be carnage. Uh, yeah.
1: On Sunday. So um, uh, fair warning, I never even saw the first one. I read.
0: I read a good chunk of the Star Trek Part Two year, the final year, um, year mission. Yeah. While that movie was on, and I knew exactly what was going on, even though I was reading it. <laughs> okay. Um. So bring a comic book to the movies, kids. Um. The second one I liked a lot better, mainly because I was like, hey, it's Carnage. Yeah. It's Woody Harrelson being himself from Natural Born Killers. Great. Cool. Oh, you're PG-13.
1: Oh. So it can't, okay. it can't even really be Carnage. No, not really. Okay. But he... It, so whenever. Was it still it, at least kind of fun? It was
0: a... It was a long... Time that I've had that fun in a movie. Okay, because I went Sunday afternoon. Um, I got, uh, I got inebriated, got dropped off by a couple friends, and I went in, and they had a uh, a whole row. I was in the first row, I had uh, right before where the um, the handicapped people can sit because they can't go up the stairs. I had a whole row of preteens. I had two more teen girls and then i had another gentleman on the row with me the music choices were amazing everything in the movie was amazing because i didn't care about any other aspects that were going on because i got to see venom and carnage fight on screen okay like i was like you know what i'm okay with this because this is what i want it's fine if it's pg-13 okay but you know what I'm gonna go on this it was wild still, it ride. Was still pretty fun. I'm gonna go on this wild ride with you. Directed by Andy fucking Circus.
1: Was it really? Yes. Okay. I
0: did not know that until afterwards. I
1: had no idea yes. that this was directed by Andy Circus. Yes. I might actually have to look into it now.
0: It was a very interesting movie. I think is I, it
1: still just in theaters, or is it possibly available on I don't HBO? Know. I might it's not on out. HBO.
0: It's a it's a it's a Fox. It's it's a Sony movie in so in association with Marvel. Look, guys, if you want to talk about the post credit scene um, that um, the Butt Maestro hasn't watched the movie yet, and I'm not going to spoil it for him,
1: I might not watch this movie. So go ahead and talk about. No, it. I'm not going to talk about it.
0: Um, I want you guys to message me at Cinemagems15 at Gmail. Let me know what you thought of the post credit scene of Venom uh, into
1: Carnage. Let there be carnage. Let there be carnage. One of those. Um, I would have chose Jim Carrey personally. As Carnage? Yes. Oh, I think it would have worked phenomenal. Or Nicolas ways. Cage. Um, or, uh, go to- Jason Isaacs. I, no, I was going to say my go-to choice for really creepy, unsettling characters, fucking either, not for Grace, uh, oh. what's this fucking- <laughs> who, who, was, who was the weird dude who played Marty's dad in oh. Back to the Future? Crispin Glover? Thank you. Weird motherfucker <laughs> in real life and on screen. Weird ass motherfucker. Okay,
0: Biff Tannen.
1: Yeah, no, this dude is phenomenal at playing really creepy motherfuckers.
0: And then also, uh, also like Jason Isaacs is another good would be another good choice.
1: I think I look Jason Isaacs for Thrawn forever. It's fine with me. Uh, so. I was... And there was another thing you wanted to talk wanna, about besides... If you'd, less let me, if you'd let me go... I'm letting you go. So
0: I give uh, Venom and Carnage a half gem if you're inebriated. Okay. <clears throat> um, and then yesterday I went with Patrone and uh, Chef Miyagi. I went and watched No Time to Die. The longest James Bond movie two hours and 43 minutes with a 20 minutes tacked on is about Two hours and oh, three hours and three minutes, I believe. I have never, I never went and took a pee break, but toward the end, I was like, "Just end, <laughs> oh already, please." I know you're there.
1: I know you're there. We, we've all sat in a movie in a movie theater and regretted not peeing beforehand. Oh, I 100 regretted it. Mm-hmm.
0: Like I didn't, I didn't have an inkling. Like, um, oh, oh, I need to, I'm pee. Have I to pee. pee. I need like, to pee. I need to pee. Like I'm like. It's not oh. until
1: 2 hours and 25 minutes into the movie that you're just like, "Oh my god, can this please end? I have to piss so bad, but I also don't want to miss anything important."
0: Oh, it's actually for me it was it was about 2 hours and 34 minutes. I'm like, "Just end, man.
1: Just end." How long is this
0: movie? 2 hours and 43 minutes. My god. With 20 That's minutes with 20 minutes of of ads is over 3 hours.
1: That that being said, overlooking for a second the obnoxious length of the movie, was the length of the movie worth it? So I Did felt they like use their time wisely? I
0: felt like they could have cut a solid 20 to 15 minutes really just just of like conversations could have been done better e- even with this being the final Craig movie I'm not saying anything wrong just why do they have to keep getting longer okay like why do they ha- like they can they could have done differently certain things. And I'm not saying anything yeah. about, about the female 007. She was she was phenomenal. Yeah. She was great. I'm not saying anything it's her. Phenomenal. Just, do, 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 do. just certain conversations that could have been done better. They, yeah. They, they could have had done other subplots better of M doing other things with us. It's fun. It was a good movie. It was interesting. It is probably up there, maybe, probably... My second favorite Daniel Craig James Bond movie. And the first one is Casino Royale. Yeah. Because I think Skyfall is overrated as hell. Yeah. Um, Spectre's okay. And Quantum Solace's got some really amazing scenes. But the plot sucks. Yeah. Um, so, I actually liked it a lot. I loved every character was in it. Um, I'm glad that they had a definitive into a character arc that they've been building for 15, 16 years over five movies. There's some characters that I was like, yeah! yeah." There's some characters that I'm like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) But there's also some characters where I'm like, wow, Rami Malek. You are an amazing actor. You're an amazing actor. I don't understand why your character's doing this, though. I don't understand why your character's doing this. Okay. I like the movie a lot. I just felt like there could have been 15 to 20 minutes taken away from Daniel Craig's part and given to Rami Malek. So it's more of a developed character where I'm like, you're evil and you don't care who you kill. Okay. Okay. That's, we're just gonna go with that.
1: This this is a truly chaotic evil character. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, just full on trying to be Joker chaotic evil.
0: Not that, not as unhinged as you think.
1: Yeah. More of neutral
0: chaotic, I guess.
1: Uh, what would you rate this movie? What would you rate No Time to Die? Okay,
0: so make sure you go to the bathroom beforehand. Yeah. But, I would say it's a whole gym. Yeah? It's a whole gym. There was one scene where I am... Pissed. I, I legit told Patricia, I was like, "I'm fucking pissed," and she's like, "I know you are."
1: I I can't you, tell you. Do, do you want to talk about the scene, or I, I I will talk to you about it off screen. Okay, fair enough. But there's off one screen. off mic. There you go. Screen, there you go. Screen the theater. There, of the there mind. you go, buddy. The
0: theater of the mind. Hey, buddy. Um, <laughs> and also PTSD. <laughs> And also. I have been watching the Star Wars prequels with Oh Chef Miyagi.
1: Oh, okay. we
0: finished Revenge of the Sith last night. And me being a wonderful son-in-law, I watched half, half, I couldn't do all of it, half of Attack of the Clones with him. Half.
1: Couldn't do the whole thing? <laughs> I couldn't do the whole thing! Is, is it because you hate sand?
0: It's coarse and rough and it gets everywhere. It gets
1: everywhere.
0: Oh, but my thing is, I would point out in that scene, when that scene happened, I was like, hey, Patron, watch this. I'm going to (laughs) go murder all these people. Love me. Love me because my mommy died. Is that a good relationship? No, not really. No. The answer is no. It's not a trick question. Um, There were some scenes where I was like, Wow. Like yeah, and there's some scenes where I quoted, and Patricia's just like, "This is where you say all these from." <laughs> and then the best part is that she knows I love *Revenge of the Sith* so much, and we got to the Bustafar uh, scene, and she's she's up in uh, the upstairs of the, um, I guess rental of the video store right now.
1: Yeah. And, the the
0: the temporary space. The temporary space. Um, also. Um, Remember when Yoda senses Order 66 and he drops his cane? Yes. I, I just turned to Patron and I go, when Tesla finds out we have to move again. Oh my god. And he's like, no! <laughs> um, and also, um, there were some scenes with the Mustafar where Patron was up, up on the second floor and she was like, you are my brother out of I was like, not yet, you're too early! You're too Sorry.
1: early! Sorry, headphone users. You're too early!
0: And so, while that scene's going on, you know, I'm, w- I'm watching with Chef Miyagi. Yeah. And, Patron says he's seen these before, but I guess seeing them, the prequels, he's just like, now I know who Darth Vader is.
1: Like, we needed, like we, we, did... we, went, we went through this with, the, we went through this with Delwood Blues last week, um... About all the prequel nonsense. So I'm not going to get into all of that today. I will still be on record as saying, having watched them many, 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 many times, there are aspects of them that I can overlook now and see the intent behind the movie and see some of the very good things about the movies, like Ewan McGregor's performances throughout all of them are fucking phenomenal. And Hayden Christensen, it, it is not his fault. It is not Hayden Christensen's fault. Yes, he is bad in these movies, but honestly, at some point, so is Natalie Portman, and we know from other things that Natalie Portman is a more than phenomenal. Don't shut me
0: out like this. Love me like back
1: on the boo. We know it's not their fault. There, there should have been a different director, and, and also there also, should have been some right, some script editing. Uh, everybody let him have his way because he invented Star Wars. That being said, before we get onto the never-ending soapbox that is prequel rage. We're going to let y'all go for the day. So, uh, we're
0: starting Solo soon.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Solo's I mean, not that bad. I didn't hate Solo. Solo's I not that bad. I and a lot of it. No, and then I we got Rogue One.
0: Uh, but no, when, uh, spoiler alert for a 10-year-old movie. Well, no, shit. Is it 15-year-old movie? 16-year-old. Wait, which one? Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Oh. Uh, when Palpatine reveals himself as a, as a Sith yes. Lord, I legit turn to Chef go, You called it! He's like, I knew And I was like... (laughs) Sorry. And he found out also that that was the same guy from Return of the Jedi. He he wasn't aware that Ian McDermott... Yeah. Because I just thought that gentleman was always perpetually old. Yeah. I didn't know that was makeup.
1: No, it was was all makeup and prosthetics and shit. He's just a phenomenal Shakespearean actor.
0: Ian McDermott.
1: Yep. Anyway. (laughs) Water
0: 66. It'll be done, my lord.
1: As always, thank you so much to all of our Swapper Jacks friends and family for supporting the show, encouraging us, enabling our nerdiness and dorkiness and our passion for wanting to ramble on the microphone about movies that we love, uh, and occasionally movies that we don't love. Um, And as always, we want to remind you guys, be kind to yourself so you you can be kind to others You can't pour from an empty cup.
0: And you also can't help someone who won't help themselves. That too. Like you can be there for a person as much as you want, but they, if they don't realize and go and seek out help or something, you know, mentally that stables them, that calms them down, that then you can't, so it, don't hang up on something that, If that am I making any sense?
1: You are making sense and I mean what you know, but before we get too deep into a weird rabbit hole... Remember, you can find us on Twitter, cinemagems underscore pod. Please tweet at us. Any of your pot, your recommendations, uh, recipes, comments, concerns, questions, all that kind of thing. You can also send those to cinemagems15 at gmail.com. And you can check out the kind of, sort of, behind-the-scenes photos. You know, And behind-the-scenes, I mean, like... Ten minutes before we start Ten recording. Ten minutes. Five minutes before we start Two recording. and a half. Maybe two and a half minutes before we start recording the show. We just ask Gladys to take a picture of us.
0: So I'm going to put my wig back on and talk about Marty and the Aragon Zerber.
1: Yep, go for it. So
0: thank you, Marty the Aragon Zerber, for letting us you use your website, lowrampictures.com. Also, guys, go and check out the Your 30 tab. They are really good. And also everybody that they have on their on their list they allow us to
1: be on the website give the listeners the website name one more time real slow low
0: dot com
1: please please and thank you It's uh, cinema go to stand. the website do whatever yep. rating thing if we're still on itunes which i'm pretty sure we yep. are uh I, apple podcasts go ahead and give us a five-star rating whatever i don't we'll know read it watch- out.
0: we'll read it out on on air
1: i've been watching a lot of youtube recently and i had a realization of like maybe we don't do enough to whore ourselves out to people (laughs) and and remind them to smash that like button and i'll uh, so wait are we ridge wallet are you
0: telling me the ridge wallet advertisement's coming soon
1: no okay honestly i would rather do dr squash than ridge wallet i'm okay with that yeah but
0: ridge wallet over over uh bang energy any day.
1: anything over raycon we're, we're not going to be sponsored by Raycon. Yeah,
0: But uh, besides the point of what we're picking and choosing, because we're in the upper echelons of podcasting, thank you, Kevin George, for letting us use your music. And also, guys, there's a wonderful theme right before my posh voice. I, and I, I almost
1: forgot that that, that was there for this month before I, I went it. back and, and listened to uh, last week's episode and went, oh, yeah, that's still in there. I love it.
0: <laughs> um, all right, guys, all we have to say is black lives always matter. Wipe always. your hooves, but also, guys... Black lives always matter. Bye. Love y'all.